everyone and welcome back to Next Minute Podcast. I believe this is episode 26. I'm Cleo. And I'm Yasmin. Good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you are having an amazing week. Um, how are you, Yas? How's your week I'm been? I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm good. Nothing much to report this week. I'm just good. Okay. Well, I'm well. Um, I'm just floating on through the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm. I have had, or I'm experiencing some sort of delayed anxiety where it comes to this whole pandemic or pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel like the anxiety surrounding it has only just kicked in this week. Um, I know because last week we were just talking about the anxiety. I, I think I said like in last week's episode, I was feeling a bit anxious in terms of, you know, the uncertainty. And you were like, "Oh, you're not sure if it's kicked in for you yet, but it's it's hit you now." That's interesting because I even forgot you said that. But wow, yeah, no, it just um, it's only just kicked in, and I'm just it's yeah. more so just like deep in the fact that life is just completely different now and mm-hmm. I know like at least within our society it's just like okay what do we need to worry about okay possibly you know job insecurity and then the fact that we can't go out and party but mm. that is still giving me anxiety because I'm like hold on but I've lived my life however I want to all this time and now it's just all shifted Mm. and I just don't feel like it's gonna go back to how it was nothing's ever gonna be the same it's just um the new normal now isn't it well I just wasn't willing to I don't I wouldn't say I was in denial I just wasn't willing I just didn't believe it I just didn't believe that there was a new normal to accept I I believed that it would all be temporary you know mm. and I just feel like it um it may be uh a permanent thing mm. but you know I tend to go in and out of different feelings I mean as everybody does so I maybe know. I might feel differently tomorrow or within the next week or the next month I don't know but right now I'm definitely like this is yeah, this is not fun this is not fun at all it really isn't and I feel like for most people it's just uncertainty obviously nobody's at ever gone through this before but it's the fact that we haven't really experienced something like this before and it seems the people that you know we hope to know what's going on or making those decisions i.e the government they don't actually know exactly what's going on themselves so it's just really really worrying however it's a lot to take in as you said like you know we were allowed to think that we could do what we want before and you can't even, you know, go into a shop without scanning this whole track and trace thing. Do you know what? I feel like more for me, just the amount of bad news that is just circulating um, in general is just becoming very overwhelming and worrying. Like, the world seems to just be going to shit and I don't know if the world seems to be getting worse because we've got social media and 
um, you know, news travels a lot faster. But, you know, just scrolling through the timeline and you see what's going on in different countries and you're just like, what? This is just mad. Why is this happening this year? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just becomes overwhelming. The amount of bad news that one person can take can only you know it can only be so much before it starts damaging your mental health so it's true that's my two cents I also think when you think about it too much I think that's why like so with this whole um this whole NSARS thing in Nigeria I was just like when things like this happen especially when black people are at the forefront black people literally been massacred right I just I know this might sound a bit problematic but I tend to just I don't want to say ignore, but I just, I don't like to delve too deep into it too soon because I'm just too sensitive and I'll just get all upset. Mm. And I just try to protect myself first, Mm. especially if it's not directly affecting me. And I know, I guess that's my privilege here. But Mm. um, yeah, and then I started thinking about it today. (laughs) And I was just thinking, imagine in this country wanting to protest, going to protest and that kind of shit happening like oh anyways yeah. anyways I didn't want this to be a a, a, a sad episode but um yeah. I mean do you know what I, I don't even think it, it again I know it's not the, the most positive and you know happiest news but it's, it's really important for us to actually reflect and like this is real life this is the reality this is what's been um this is what's going on in the world right now and yes it is not always happy entertaining this that and the other but you know just the thought of you know we had our black lives matter protests and we were out there in the streets you know can you imagine right government right you know a section of the government coming to attack us for peacefully protesting matters it's unheard of and we are so lucky to be in this country Mm -hmm. i mean even though we love to kick up stink and this that and the other but the our right that we have to you know freely protest oh my goodness i just don't even anyway i know how i get and like you said like you did mention cleo it is late and (laughs) my mind just goes into some sort of rabbit hole and yeah it's a lot but my prayers go out to um, all my Nigerian brothers and sisters, you know, we stand for peace, love, and, you know, we just pray that this, for, for guidance, basically. Yeah. In all, not only in Nigeria, but quite a, a few African countries, mm. um, we, we just stand in prayer and just hope that there will be some sort of resolve. And oh, I don't even know what to say, but yeah. You, you know regarding um just you know uproar on social media you know where there's just like injustice around the world and people are um everyone's reposting stuff do you ever feel pressure to now follow do you know what it's funny that you should say that because to be fair i mean you know, I use social media. I'm not going to be, you know, say that, oh, you know, you know, I follow the Shade Borough, you know, as everybody does, or most people do. And what's something that's making me really, really, like, irritated 
is these influencers and I'm, I'm not going in on influencers so everybody just needs to calm down <laughs> um everybody's just posting just random st- like don't just repost right. it's like the whole black lives matter thing don't just repost something because it's popular right. or, or oh cleo's not posting she doesn't care about right. it do you know what i mean like I'm sick of, like, okay, it's my social media. I can post whatever I want to post, right? But I'm not going to blindly post something that I don't know anything about. So I would rather educate myself. And then I I think you've got these influencers, some of them, I I don't know them off the top of my head, that are just chatting shit, (laughs) right? Mm. For the sake of, oh, yeah, all of these influencers, you need to post about it, this, that, and the other at the end of the day, the frustration with the whole Black Lives Matter thing is that you had these really wealthy, well-known influencers posting about something, posting a little black square, but has no, they have no idea mm. of what they're doing. I'd rather people get this whole false, you know, I think and the whole thing with Beyonce where, yeah. you know, everybody, Tia Savage was calling out Beyonce saying like, you've profited off of, you know, not in so many words, she wasn't saying that, but in, in, in so many words, she was saying, you've profited off of your black is king, you're celebrating Africa, Where's your, why does Beyonce need to post something so everybody knows? And I think Beyonce posted something saying that her new merch is dropping and people were like, hashtag NSARS, this, that and the other. How dare you? Oh, you know, NSARS. And then after she dropped her new merch dropping, she posted a statement. Mm. But then, oh, now it's okay. Now she, Beyonce's posted a statement. She, her, her statement basically said that she's been working right. with government officials. Do you know, what, what is this false sense of, Oh, I do if, because of a post. Mm. Everybody thinks that they're flipping Malcolm X. They need to relax. <laughs> they think they're little Malcolm X because they've got their little smartphone. People, oh, no, don't get me started. That did annoy me. To be fair, I think it was Shade Borough that did write Beyonce and um, Beyonce breaks her silence. I'm like, break silence. This makes me sick. <laughs> it actually makes me sick because she did a post. It's like. Oh, because she could be absolutely sitting on her back doing nothing, right? And but because she's done that right. post, everybody's like, "Oh, it's okay. The Queen has spoken." <laughs> yes, hashtag X Y Z. People are so fickle. Oh, that kind of thing just makes me sick. But I don't know what your your point, your views on it. No, are. no, I I agree. I, I don't. I mean, do you know what? We're in a place of privilege again. Mm. Like we don't have people. We don't have people looking at us thinking, oh, why haven't you posted this and that, this and that? Mm. I guess mm. we're still in a, in a state of privilege from that sense. But um, no, I don't feel pressured. And I, I, you know what? I hope I never will. I hope mm. I never will ever, ever feel. But this my page, my mm-hmm. social media, I will post whatever I want when I want. Exactly. Exactly. And I'd rather post something informing people and not just oh do you know what let me not even everybody's social media can everybody can do whatever the bloody hell they want to do with their social media but it just makes me so like wound up when we judge people by oh yeah she posted on this this means xyz that doesn't mean nothing it doesn't that does not mean nothing. It absolutely means nothing. People just want to just jump on some sort of bandwagon. And that's what I believe some of these celebrities are just doing, mm. just for the clout and just so, oh, yeah, 
you know, I'm being inclusive or I, I know what's going on in the world. Come sit down, educate, get a book. God, we're in a pandemic. Oh my, God, oh my pandemic. goodness. I'm sure you lot are actually witnessing me having a meltdown on air right now. <laughs> like, it's so triggering. Anyway. But yeah, that's just my two pence on that whole situation. Oh. Yeah. I can hear that it's pissed you off. It's, it's annoying, Cleo. It really is. Because it's just bad news everywhere. Yeah. And I know bad news sells. And I know that. And, I just don't understand. It just goes to show that people don't give a shit about black countries. You don't get, you don't care. You actually don't care. Mm. In this big 2020, you can send rockets to the moon. You have CCTV everywhere. People can have like 597 channels on their TV. <laughs> but this is still going on. It's crazy. And you can get big 5G. Flipping, what, what do they want to do with the 5G? Make us teleport from here to Baghdad? <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, no. Sorry. But anyway, that being said, sorry. I mean, yeah, as I mentioned, um, my anxiety surrounding this pandemic has literally gone from probably a 10 to like maybe an 80 in the space in the space of a few days yeah like I'm just sitting anyways like I told you I just sit with my thoughts a lot which I like to do anyways but anyways so it got me thinking about purpose because um obviously during this whole time a lot of people have had to rethink everything like rethink their whole entire Mm. lives their whole structure you know plans have gone completely out of the window down 58 stories um and it just got me thinking about why I mean okay let me just ask you a question what did you want to do when you were growing up so when you were little what was your ambition my ambition was to be some sort of either a a performer I wanted to be a professional wrestler but um if that didn't work out I wanted to be an actress Okay, when did that change for you? Has that changed for you, should I ask first? That's always been my passion. I always love, um, you know, being a little creative. I was talking to somebody about this today, actually. Like, I'm, I'm super creative. But in terms of, like, expectations, and I think we discussed that in the previous episode, my grandma's like, oh, why don't you get mm. a proper job? And to her, in her mindset, and I know, like, bless, like, Windrush generation and all that, a proper job for my grandma was like admin assistant, mm. like secretary, receptionist. Like that was a proper job for her, like something stable. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll, you know, just, you know, work in education because, you know, that will make her happy. So that's that's what changed with that trajectory. But I, I, I love what I do now anyway. But my, my dream would have been to be a, a performer. Okay. So have you always felt like, so do you know your purpose in this world I know that's a very very vague and big question but it's a deep question but I do believe that um obviously I didn't grow up in the church for those of you that know me um I I joined quite in my in my teens in my early teens and I feel like the church kind of instills in you that you must have purpose so I 
believe that I found my purpose very, very um, young in my in my teens. I would say, and my purpose was, and still is now. I feel like to to help people through my um, experience. So young people growing up um, that may be disengaged. Um, just put them on kind of the right trajectory of, of, of life um, to help other people see their purpose. That's what makes my heart beat faster. So if I was to die next week or tomorrow, um, I would be content knowing that I have helped guide, shape um, and, and made better somebody's li- life or made somebody else see their purpose and their potential. Beautiful. But then do you think it is, do you think your purpose is limited to just that? Or do you think that it's multifaceted and that you can, you do you, do you you believe in being multi, a multi-purpose person as in like, do you believe in just having one ultimate purpose or are there? I feel like in life, people's purposes are, definitely multifaceted because uh, mm, do you know what I don't know I I really don't know I I think that you know as as we get older and as we have new experiences our perceptions change and that the destination when you do have purpose remains the same but sometimes you take a different direction to get there um does it make it wrong you know awkward bad no it doesn't you've just taken a different route to get to where you want to go so you may have you know a common goal there's different ways to kind of fulfill your your goals if that makes sense it's quite deep what about you do you know your purpose (laughs) i don't think i do and going back to what you uh, mentioned about um growing up in church um and the whole idea of like needing to know your purpose like that really would give me such I don't know I always felt like so pressured it would actually make me feel pressured to know my purpose a lot of people say yeah your purpose and you need to know your purpose in this life and what God has put you here for and da 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 and I just never knew and I still right. don't know, but I think back then, when I was a lot younger, like it would really stress me. <laughs> I used to think, yeah, like, yeah. what? Okay, I want to know why I'm here, so I don't waste any more mm. time, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think I do know. I think uh, I'm definitely here for many reasons. I don't know if I believe in me being here for one ultimate reason is not just one absolutely I don't believe that either but one thing that used to help me when people used to ask me that is you know what makes your heart beat faster in life like what is it that thing that you know if you could do that every day and you're just like wow I'm so I'm here for this like what gets you excited I'm just um... The first thing that comes to mind, and I know like a lot of people would say this about themselves, but just um, helping. Mm. 
Yeah, and and mm. I don't want anyone to ever feel like oh because everyone says this and I don't feel that then then I just must there's something must be something wrong with me. Um, mm. but yeah, and it's little things. Is I enjoy doing little things for people, like small little mm. things. If you say to me, oh, um, say for instance, I come to your house and you're busy, um, peeling potatoes with a knife. Mm. Probably the next time I see you, I'm going to bring you a potato peeler. Like, it's some little things yeah, that I yeah. enjoy doing for people. So, yeah. um... <laughs> so girl, that, that is your purpose. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, yeah, I guess that's that's clear. But then I, I would love to know or to understand how I can broaden that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but do you always think that purpose needs to be, like, some big grand gesture, like this big thing I think it's definitely important like if I did have a child I I would say you know it's good to have like you know a a plan do you know what for me personally and obviously we've we've had different upbringings but I just grew up in a household where there was just so much disorder Mm. and I needed that kind of I needed to sit there and think, what do I actually want out of my life? Because then it would just be a shit show. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like that's what kind of scared me in terms of, wow, I actually need to, you know, figure something out because, you know, by default, it would just go completely left. So that's why I actually needed to just sit there. Or maybe it could be different for you because, you know, maybe you've always had like, you know, examples to follow in like your mum's very successful you know I, I um, don't know I guess I've I don't know I, I kind of want to say that I guess I never really thought about it too much I don't know why I felt like I didn't need to but I, mm. I guess I, I I just felt like and I, I think I still think this way and some people might say it's a childish way of thinking but I just think it's it's me just not taking life too seriously i mm. i kind of still expect life to just turn out in a beautiful way it is it's it, i mean if i really deep it, it is but i still mm. i just still expect life to just fall nicely into place mm. maybe that's the optimist in me but um that's good because I, I would say naturally I'm quite a pessimist I mean I, I always you know and again I feel it goes all back to your upbringing do you know what I mean mm-hmm. it all goes back to your upbringing where I just know that the world is not a very nice place and I learned that at quite a young right. age and so I've brought that into my my adulthood and for me that that is my reality that is my experience um just take everything with a pinch of salt Mm, mm. again social media is a bitch because like i said who who happened the other day one of my friends the tone of this 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 episode is maybe a bit dark might trigger warning for some of you but um one of the girls that i used to study with um in australia she passed away and she she um was in the news she lives in new zealand it was in the news she was in a pool and she fell asleep she had an aneurysm which caused sleep and god 
like I spoke to her like last month um, on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and like on her face, like she's very active on Instagram, very active on Facebook and just going on her Facebook and like it's just empty, like the person mm. isn't there now and I'm just thinking like if I die, you lot need to just deactivate everything. Oh, is that what like, you want? That's what mm. I would like. Because I, like it's just weird. Yeah having somebody's social media and they're not there <laughs> anyway yeah sorry also random, side night so side I... well side note just off of that I always find it a bit strange and I've never had to grieve anybody so forgive me if I sound insensitive but I always find it strange when people are sending out like a little tribute so say for instance the person's just died and then they at the person mm. oh no that's <laughs> creepy but everybody right, is in a different exactly. way. If you, somebody out there does that, that's exactly. totally fine. But for me, that's, I, thought, mm, I don't know. There's just something about your, um, what do they call it? Your internet footprint. That when I'm dead, I just don't, I want everything to be deactivated and deleted. Okay. Oh, anyway, I know it's very, very morbid, but these are, the, and that's the thing, like even today I was speaking to um, a friend about, you know, obviously we're hitting big 30, some of us, and, um, or late 20s, and, like, the thought of a will, writing <sighs> a will, and, like, there's a lot of people that are on the fence, like, oh, you're young, you know, you don't have to worry about that, you don't have no kids, this, that, and the other, you have Right, no I was going to anyway, ask you about that, about? like, is it even necessary <laughs> if you, you, you don't even have anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but then, funerals are expensive, though. Well... That's not good. Oh, oh. So what are you supposed to write your funeral requirements in your will? I don't understand. Yeah, okay. Babe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do you know? Sorry, life insurance. Yeah, that will cover your funeral. That will cover your funeral. But in terms of a will, like you know, I suppose in this generation, the assets will be. Oh yeah, you can have my followers. You can take oh my, my Instagram God. account. You can. Yeah, but I think that that's probably what what pe- the or just or just you can have all my drip. But people are tell- telling, you know, there's two arguments now saying that, you know, obviously people think that they've got to live forever. I know it's morbid to actually make those plans, but funerals They're not cheap. cheap. Even even if you could, could, you said you wanted to be bun up, innit? Even that is expensive. Yeah, I want to be cremated. Well, it's yeah. the cheapest option. I don't need no big casket, <laughs> please. I just, something small in the box. Just, that's what it. is the difference between Nasa, a coffin and a casket? A casket is just the rectangular shape one, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, mm, those are really so. beautiful. Yeah, nothing too extravagant, please. It's going underground. Are you mad? Well, if, if I was being buried, it would be going underground. It's but... wild to think that, though. Like, I mean, I guess on one hand, you're like, no, 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 this is my my beloved, and I want them to be. I mean, it's literally a corpse, but I want them to be buried with dignity and luxury and yeah. nice things but on the other hand it's like it's literally yeah. like, what <laughs> absolutely mad but then people are like oh no I don't want to talk about things like that and I understand why people don't want to talk about things like this but the only thing that's guaranteed in life is is actually death and mm. the relationship that I have with death it's inevitable and like some people like fear it and they're like no mm. I just want to live and this, that, and the other. But I don't know. I feel like some people just need to change their 
I just think it. it's I just think obviously even if you have faith that oh I'm gonna meet my maker when I die it's like nobody that is living knows what's gonna happen when you die Mm. so it's the uncertainty part like you just don't know what's gonna happen are you gonna feel anything like are you gonna have any sort of are you still gonna be in your spirit because a lot of people don't even believe in that so it's like what like literally what is gonna happen I think that's why a lot of people have a lot of anxiety or just weird like you said relationships yeah death it's mad it's mad and like you mentioned earlier like in terms of you haven't you know grieve for somebody close to you Mm. and like I had my first hit of grief when I was um what 28 when 2018 Mm. 17 no 18 it was when my grandma passed away and like my me and my grandma were tight like loved my grandma to bits Mm. and okay trigger warning as well like you know obviously I've seen my grandma growing up like she was strong this that and the other and walking up and down and then seeing somebody you know my grandma lived quite old um and then getting quite ill obviously she was half the woman that she used to be mm-hmm. you know obviously sick and then obviously she did pass away and I was able to see her they like just gone mm. but then the thoughts that you would have like oh dead body is so scary I would never but because it's my grandma yeah like it was still her yeah it's not inside where is she gone Mm-mm. like where is it's so trippy it's so so trippy mm. like it's such a weird experience I don't even think I was I wasn't scared I think I don't know if I was just on adrenaline yeah, you may have like, been. Oh my god, that's still my grandma. Like, yeah, I don't like she's, but she's not inside. And I don't know those people that have actually experienced grief. They'll probably be like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. But mm. it's just so trippy that the person is the shell of them, but then you like pinch them and nothing's in. Like, there's nothing there. They don't feel anything. It's so weird, man. So that's why I just feel like the soul goes somewhere. It has to. You said you beat your grandma's face, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So when, um, so when people, I, I don't know, the the kids will probably know what beat is, <laughs> not physically beat her face, but mm. um, like as in bunch it. But yeah, I actually did my uh, my grandma's makeup for the funeral because I don't know Caribbeans have this weird obsession, and I don't know if Africans are very similar with seeing the corpse <laughs> at the funeral. <laughs> I'm like, who wants to do that? <laughs> so, yeah, I did my grandma's makeup. And again, outside of myself, if somebody was to tell me, yeah, I did my, my, my dead gra- pet grandparents' makeup for their funeral, I'd be like, are you mad? Mm. What's wrong with you? Mm. But still, like, that's my grandma. It's, it's such a weird feeling. If anybody, like, empathise or can understand where I'm coming from, please... Let me know that I'm not insane or I'm not just Because it did, did, mad. Did it appear to you as though she was just sleeping? <sighs> it's weird because, you know what, like, she didn't get buried until a month later. Right, so she looked different. Because um, we were waiting for, like, her, her sister to fly over from Canada and all of that stuff. And, like, obviously, like, it, it, by that time when I saw her in, in like doing her makeup, I was thinking, right, it, mm. like, what is this? This is something from flipping, you know, 
What's that? <laughs> Mummy return. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Like this is some nuts thing mm. because by that time rigor mortis is set in and it's just mad, but still it's still grand. Mm. But it's not it's not grand. This is not grand. Mm. It's not her. This is some stuffed person right now. <laughs> mm. People are like, oh my god, it's actually so peak. But um yeah, I still did the makeup, but that that Listen, them make. If you guys want open casket, let me just tell you, you need to put in your life insurance pop or will mm-hmm. to use this foundation color because that white ghost looking makeup does not, especially for the dark skinned people. Mm-mm. Right, they just don't have you variety. Have some dry Clinique powder, <laughs> and I'm thinking this is two shades too light. Do better. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What you didn't bring your own. Oh. St- Actually, no. Tell her no, you wouldn't want to do that. Would you? No, she had a no. Yeah, no. She <laughs> like the because that's the thing. Like when you go into like those those funeral homes, they've got a whole bit at the back where they've got the dead bodies, mm. and they've got a whole flipping makeup bag with like different like products and stuff like that, depending on who. Because usually the the funeral woman or the undertaker, I don't know what they call them, but they do the makeup. It's a makeup artist, but it's but, just for dead people. Exactly. Mm. But I was like, nah, you lot are not going to have my grandma looking crazy. Mm. I need to do her makeup. So I did the best that I could. And I think she looked all right, but still, it wasn't grand. But then her, her cousins from Canada was like, oh, she looks beautiful. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the obsession is. Oh, the one, the one, this, this is not how gra- like, I want grandma to be remembered. Mm. It doesn't look like, oh, she looked she looked baby oh she looks so good she did such a good job what why do caribbeans want to go they actually queue up to go around to view a corpse that is not okay it's definitely when they were doing that at that point at the the service i just went outside because this is actually just a bit too weird it's the african community too because when my oh god my um grandfather passed my dad's stepdad when he passed the, the coffin was open i think i did go and look at him actually but why i was about eight years old at the time and i just thought well let me go and look because everyone was going like all my family were going yeah. up so i was like okay i'm gonna go and look and it didn't even freak me out and maybe it's because i don't remember but like mm-hmm. i remember when um <laughs> god um it's a friend of ours actually when her dad passed mm. Who told me to go and look? <laughs> that that man did not look how I remembered him. <laughs> and it's I'm not it's no shade at all. But you, obviously, you know, when they're dead, then like they have to do whatever they do, like mm-hmm. the process or whatever of, you know, um, what's the mm-hmm. word, preserving the body. He just looks so de- and it really upset like, that's when I cried. Because it really yeah, upset me sad. to see that. It was oh no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember um my, one of my mother's best friends back in the day oh my grandma sometimes would be so insensitive like my grandma again <laughs> old caribbean people they make it their mission to be at everybody's funeral yeah anyway that's another point so grandma fast up herself now to go to my mother's friend's mother's funeral now fast up don't even know the woman you know don't know the mum. but grandma wants to go around and queue and look at the body and then when my grandma come back to the seat, oh lord, look at terrible. Oh. <coughs> Thanks, Gran, for your running commentary. 
Nobody asked you. And then she went to the, the mother of the deceased and was like, hi, hi, darling. I am Nadine's mother. And just the emphasis, like sometimes Caribbeans just read the room. <laughs> read the room, grandma. Every, like she's just lost her mum. Nadine's mother. Who else is it going to be? Oh, love her. Did the, but did the mum even know annoying. who that was? Who, who grandma was? No, I am Nadine. Oh, that's fun. I am Nadine. Like some random. <laughs> oh, I'm used to this bit on my nerves, you know, but I love it. It's honestly <sighs> good old Caribbeans, and that's the that's the thing. I know this is really off topic, like just the whole political correctness, right, of everything. Like our Caribbean grandparents, our African grandparents. Like there was no peace because I remember one time Gran was in hospital, and obviously there's you know, the politically correct terms for, you know, saying handicapped right. or disabled or you know. right. So the nurse must ask grandma now, oh, uh, no, sorry. The nurse was like, oh, sorry. So what, what, what was your occupation? Oh, we work with handicapped then. <laughs> You're like, grandma, it's not that. It's, you know, disabled people. Um, oh, my days. She says, what? You can't say things like that, Gran, but it's just so innocent. And now we're becoming so censored. You can't even say nothing oh, now that without, is so... without people thinking that it's malicious Funny. intent. The nurse was just like, okay. <laughs> but maybe it's, it's because so I'm, a, I'm a millennial. Why, like, I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I do not stand for that. I'm sorry. I do mm. not stand for that shit. Um, mm. I remember when I went back to our old church the last time I went there and all of them were <laughs> all of them were like oh you put on weird oh, and I God. just uh, it's like a lot of people are telling me oh clear you know how these Jamaicans are you know how they are you know how older people are and mm. it's like I do because these are my people but at the same time I'm like but why should I be okay with it why mm. why this is we should normalize not comment mm. on people's way not telling people that um or, t- or t- we should normalise teaching the older generation, mm. you know, political correctness now. You can't just say handicap or um, half caste mm. or... Mm. Yeah, I've kind of used to use that one a lot, yeah. <laughs> like, Grandma, do you, even, do you know what that means? Yes. Why are you still saying it? <laughs> and that's my, my brother, because my brother's mixed race or biracial or dual her- heritage or whatever. <sighs> um... And she'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm half cast to her mate. <laughs> That's not okay. He's not half beast and half oh white. Like, goodness gracious. Is that what half cast means? Yeah, oh, wow. half half beast and half white. Oh, so that stemmed from racism then? Oh, yeah. wow. And like this whole mulatto situation, like your mulatto is another, you know, geometry word for mixed race. Oh. I that's thought crazy. that's the name yeah. of a rapper. Yeah, yeah, it is. But yeah, that's she. She's come across as quite. Oh my days! Oh my days! Yeah, because Velato wasn't an, an endearing term back in the day. I guess it's like saying red all. skin, like yellow bone. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Is somebody banging a flipping drum outside my house? This is actually out of control. 
I need to get out the ends, right? I need to win the lottery because this is so scary. The way that 2020 is moving mad, mm. like, I wouldn't even be surprised if people just start banging on my window. <laughs> bang -a -dang -a -dang -a -dang -a. Like, oh, bring in the aliens, second half of flipping 2020. Oh, it's past the second long half. Time anyway, past, but... Long time past, yeah, long but... time. Yeah, but yeah, what are some things that the older generation say to you that really trigger you? Because I'm just thinking about Ooh. all the, um, and ugh, I mean, I know like there's no point in dividing them because we're all the same, but I feel like yeah. I get I get <laughs> the insults from my Caribbean side and I get the insults from the African side. So I have eyes yeah. in both in it. So with my with my yeah. African aunties and whatever, it's like, oh, when will you marry? And da 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 da. But then I feel like with the Caribbeans, it's like, oh, you're fat. You put on weird. That's yeah. like their main insult. I... That's their go-to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. They don't even mean it like that. Because my grandma at one point thought I was anorexic because I wouldn't eat her flipping pyramid of rice and peas that she would melt up to me. I'd be like, grandma, nobody can eat this big mountain of food. Oh, she can't believe it. Doesn't even know what any of these things mean. Just, just heard it on the news once. <laughs> I saw one bony person on there. Oh, she, she, anorexia. <laughs> Far from anorexia. Like, my breath could probably feed a whole oh, village. Oh, my days. Oh, my but, days. Yeah, like, little things that trigger me, it would have to be, like, the, the expectation of, you know, you don't call your grandma for, like, three days. Oh, you're just... That's <laughs> oh, my days. That's toxic. That. Oh, Jesus. It's so toxic. Thank God my grandparents aren't like that. They might feel that way, but they would never say that to me. My grandma will make me feel bad. Oh my God, Gran, I spoke to you like two days ago. Oh, it might be because away. you two That's have had, right. always had a close relationship. I've never been particularly close oh, to my grandparents. So, um, oh my yeah. God. But I'm, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so, I definitely believe like I was so fortunate to have that older generational mm. wisdom. And, like, the stories that she used to tell me about back home in Jamaica. Because, I, do you know what? And, again, I think that we've discussed this in a previous episode, that the, the older generation, their lips are sealed. They've seen some Absolutely. Things. They've done, like, they'll probably, like, JT, City Girls 2.0. Oh, probably worse than what, you know, some of what our generation mm -hmm. is doing now. But their, their code thing, like, is tight. Even at my grandma's funeral, there was some... You know, people back there from when they used to link up in a party, mm -hmm. that and the other, that wanted to spill some tea. But then I've got this other auntie, our court auntie Catelyn, that was just telling this other lady to shut them, them two damn noisy, shut your mouth. No I think it's, no it's, it's something about blacks that it's, it's like we don't want to be shame. And it's that, um, I don't know if it's a fear of like how people will perceive them. So it's like they don't want to put their business right. out there. Like I find it mainly, mainly with Caribbeans, mm. especially Jamaicans. Do not mm. put their business. Listen, their business is their business, you know, like ooh, you, mm -hmm. you chat your mouth. You exactly. say one little. Nah. They're very, very secretive. Yeah. But then for me, I find so much healing because as my grandma got older, she just started spilling mm. tea, golden nuggets, like, you know, 
my grandma was quite naughty back in the day mm-hmm. like and like, I feel like our grandparents had kids super young like my grandparents had my grandma when she was about 16 and like I'm sure one at one at 12 she had one child at 12 Just your great one at 16 grandparents or your my great grandma oh, okay. so my oh, grandma's wow. mum they had she had kids young but then I'm like oh so that means grandma great grandma had you when when she was about 16 <laughs> grandma knows but what is the shame behind it maybe maybe it's a me. thing of like oh the past is the past that's exactly Ugh. what my grandma would say the past is the past. but then we learn i want to know i want to know i wanted to know everything oh my goodness you learn from it you're like oh my god so this is what happened oh, like i see this in me yeah because i do that generations and like you know spiritual stuff gets passed on absolutely my my dad's mum she um she loves to tell me a good story but what she's been doing for the past maybe I want to say maybe like three four years is like she repeats the same story and I think you know it's just Mm. old age or whatever so she doesn't realize she's doing it but she repeats the same story over and over again and I'm just thinking I want to hear more like different stories mm. <laughs> don't just give me the same yeah. i want to hear different stuff i think it, mm. yeah yeah i think that's so so good so one thing that i would definitely encourage you know all of our listeners out there if you're fortunate enough to have like you know your first gen like your grandparents great grandparents definitely just bask in their knowledge yeah they may be irritating and annoying or you may have the most amazing relationship, or maybe not be as close. Like I would definitely encourage you guys just to like find out about their upbringing, mm. and it will just surprise you. Because the older they get, the more they're just like they just right. Because the they just oh, well, oh, and your mother was a slapper. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so I'm gonna be dead anyways. Might as well tell you. Oh, if I had a grandfather, I've as still well. got I've still got oh, all four grandparents. He's so lucky. Oh, yeah, I it's mad. It's mad to I think of it that. like that. Three of them are in England. Awesome. It's crazy, but yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, shall we wrap up? Yeah, okay. Let's go Have you got it. any parting words? Just again, I, f- I think I said this last week life is too short. Um, if you are fortunate enough to, you know, know the older generation or just be in the presence of like older there's so much wisdom that I've learned from just being an old soul and just basking I love old people they are annoying I don't think they should be striving sorry gone on a little tangent here I don't think if you're over 60 oh, I thought you said striving and like what do you mean oh driving oh no driving <laughs> a car I'm 60 70 year olds are driving cars I think that's totally unresponsible you've got a freedom pass use that um i don't like the way old people just block up the shopping mall like do you know what i'm wondering going you know just don't stop sorry i was i I know we're about to wrap up but you know i'm wondering like you know how like you just said like some old people are so unaware sometimes of their surroundings and they don't understand like oh Mm. i'm probably in the way i'm wondering if that Mm -hmm. comes with old age and if i'm gonna be like that because i think i'm very aware so i'm like Am I gonna be yeah. like this? <laughs> I hope not. Oh no! If so, so somebody <laughs> just let me stay in my house. All of my shopping for my cardo. No, I would hate to. Do it that. is annoying. It's annoying. It's just like, can you move out of the way? And you're somebody's parent. I'm sorry. I don't want to like 
push you out the way. Not that I go around pushing old people, but it's just annoying. Like, come on, move, get in the queue. What are you or doing? Or just be, or just stop and just stand out. Just be out of the way. The, the big trolley. No, it's taking up too much space. No, no, no. Oh. But yeah, yeah. But if you do, I love old people. You know, it's all said in jest, but I do love old, old people. So if you if you do have the opportunity to just you know find out something new this week about your grandparents' upbringing, okay. What about you, girl? Um, guys, just continue to um manage um this whole pandemic or whatever however in in whatever way it's affecting you just manage it in the way that you know best I know for some people like their coping mechanisms can be quite damaging to themselves but sometimes it's just all that they know um so whatever way you can manage it um it's okay to feel anxiety um and yeah and praying for um just praying for the world. Oh, God. Mm. They need prayer, man. We all need prayer because we all live in it. But, yeah, no. we're praying for the world. But, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, as always. And we will see you next week. Bye.